Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we are merely role players, where theatrical people play role playing games. I'm Matt Boothman, and I'm your compare, though not your guide, for this studio production. Here on Merely Role Players, we improvise stories to entertain you, and of course to entertain ourselves. And we use role playing games to keep the story going places even we can't see coming, because, as theatrical people, we're all about maximising the drama. In this production, Josh is guiding us through the portal into the realm of epic fantasy using the Quest RPG by the Adventure Guild. So please take your seats in the studio. Tonight's production is about to begin. The Office Party, a Merely Role Players studio production. Act 3 of 5. Here in Buritopia, you'll find endless drizzle and never-ending paperwork. Magic is restricted and dampened among the general public. People in Buritopia are hopeful for some spark of joy. Here at Quest Adventures Limited Incorporated and Partners, we offer tailor-made corporate party and personal enhancement experiences. You will be given state-of-the-art weaponry, armor, and arcane skills to be taken across the realm to a land of your choice. Muruwai, tropical jungles, tall mountains, dinosaurs, and vampires. I'd only slow you down. And, why? And well, why? I could put, I could Josh put you is in the carrying you. <laughs> Josh needs both his hands for I his can't do any tricks. For his arcane spells. Get him out of the cage. Um, is it locked? Nope. The lock has been broken by the ball. By the ball. I'm going to just open the cage door slowly and see if Ancelus jumps out. So Ancelus just sort of perches regally on the edge, on the lip of the cage. Excellent. Greens, like, stands up a little straighter now Now that he's not in the cage. Jerry walks up to him and goes, <gasps> a boop! And I use stretch, and uh, this chicken is now the size of a horse. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> now he won't slow us down, and one of us can ride you! My friend, I, I've been, I, I have ridden steeds plenty in my time. I've never had the chance to be a steed. <laughs> I've always thought steeds were the noble. The noble ones in the night steed pairing. Yeah. No, no, no. We should have no judgment about who chooses to be a steed and who chooses to be a rider. <laughs> Look, I'm the kind who likes to try all sorts. <laughs> Don't knock until you've tried it, that's what no, I say. quite. I do feel like we should also go on a side quest to find ten, like, chicken-sized horses <laughs> to really put to rest that conundrum. I will say the uh, Arena Kingi, the druid, is going to see me coming like this. But uh, we'll cross that bridge when we come Sorry, to it. We'll dress you up. <laughs> she knows you're a normal-sized chicken. She's never going to imagine that suddenly you're a big chicken. No, exactly. What colour is the chicken? 
Uh, off-white with a with a red comb. Ah, oh, you could have been a black chicken, and I could have ridden you, and you could have been my faithful feathery steed. I knew I was cursed before. Now I know how doubly cursed <laughs> I truly am. You're right. Let's do this. Let's save our chicken friend. We still don't know where we're going, do we? No, we, we do need to find. Well, we surely, Sir Anselus, you know where the the cave of the druid is. Would it be on the map or? Yes. Pack a hole in the map. Pack us. <laughs> yeah, some of the caves have been highlighted on the map. And Sorry. you can peck in the direction. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Uh, Sir Ancelus will peck a hole, a tiny little hole in the map at the correct point. We follow the map. <gasps> and you arrive in the outskirts of the cave. The cave is covered by a waterfall. Uh, so without the map and without Sir Ancelus, you would not know to go in there. Mm. I think we leave Sir Ancelus behind. Mm-hmm. Because if I know my feathers, unless they're probably greased up like a gannet, <laughs> I don't like to get wet. So we leave Sir Ancelus behind, and we'll go in, sneakily, or quite loudly. Perhaps both. Mm. Why well, don't? I do wonder. There's part of me that, that, that thinks that maybe we ought to at least try speaking to, to Druid King Guy. Uh, a little bit, but perhaps you could be sneakily there in the shadows. So if she truly is as uh, spiteful and uh, and refusal to refusing to help as uh, Sir Ansela suggests, then you can liberate mm. this knife. But it might be that she could be talked round, possibly. Okay, night general go in stealth mode. <laughs> You three, take the frontal approach. What would you like to do, Josh? Um, I'll, I'll come in the frontal. Please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have a plan. Uh, one sneak and three uh, brazen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, Three brazen to me. <laughs> Josh, lead the charge. Okay, I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How big an entrance do we want to make? How big do you need? It's hidden by a waterfall, right? So I'm guessing it's it's fairly large. But we could try and make them come. I to think us. metaphorical entrances in. Oh, is it? Do we want to surprise? Do we want to surprise our druid, or do we want to get them to come to us? Well, if they come to us, then there's a big chicken here, so we should probably go to them. Good plan. So I'm just going to splash my way through the waterfall. Okay. <laughs> land, land on the other side, pitch black cave. Um, bit of reflected water light from behind you. Is there a doorbell? I will do a little magic trick to make some light. Nice. A little spark mm-hmm. of light. But it's only a spark. So mm-hmm. just give us a little bit of sight for a little second. Okay. What do we see? Uh, a cave tunnel leading onwards. Are there any sticks or anything around? You can find some sticks in the jungle outside. I will find a branch mm-hmm. and I will put it on the floor and I will rub my hands together. And I will set it alight with Kindle. So I now have a torch. The space is illuminated. You see the tunnel go ahead for a good 20, 30 feet before veering round the 90 degree corner to the right. I like that the two magic users have um, made like temporary light sources where uh, Bess is just sort of behind them with a glowing, permanently glowing Warhammer. Why did I go first? (laughs) So the three of you with different stages of lighting effects uh, continue into the cave. Night gamut. <laughs> he hides in the shadows. Not quite invisible yet. He'll bide his time. So the three of you enter round the corner. Mm-hmm. Should we mm-hmm. Bess first. Yes. Uh, unless either of you would prefer to go first. No, Bess. I think you, you're a good talker. You like people. 
I do, yes. And and you're you're seemingly stronger than we are here in physical um oh, well, Don't put yourself down. I'm sure you could do a lot of hammer swinging well, if you, I just, you do have I just hammer. seem to be able to make lots of stuff break and, and make big things happen, which is great. You're doing very well. I, I'm really trying, um, but I think you're the best person to go around the corner. Oh, that's very kind of you to say. Thank you very much. Well, well, all right then, if that's the consensus. You round the corner with your glowing warhammer, <laughs> clang, ding, clang, ding, clang, <laughs> uh, and the cave opens out into um, a subterranean lagoon. You can see that there is a glowing sort of purpley pool of water uh, that fills the middle of this huge chamber. Um, And you can see man-made, person-made tables, beakers, alchemical formulas up on uh, a ledge which overlooks down into this pool. And you can see a bedroll laid out and you can see some rations and provisions. And you notice an individual swimming under the water. They appear to be a merfolk. Okay. Interesting. They seem to be doing a lot of uh, scientific, alchemical uh, things for for what I imagine a druid would be doing. That's interesting. Um, Hello? Ding dong? The creature um, surfaces, their head comes above the water. This individual is coloured bright pink and they've got growths on their head kind of like an axolotl, which mm-hmm. you don't know what it is, oh, it's like yeah, a salamander, so kind of like fluty, sort of tendrily. Huh? What if you don't know what a salamander is? <laughs> salamander is like a frog with a tail. <laughs> <laughs> a frog is a slightly smaller toad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a weasel, but wet. <laughs> <laughs> And she pokes her head above the water and looks at you and says, Can I help you? Oh, yes, hello. Uh, my name is Bess, and uh, we, we're here to have a talk and, and say hello and get to know you a little bit. I, well, I'm assuming we are. Are, are you the famed druid, Irina Kingi? That is my name. I didn't invite you here. Oh, no, I do apologise. We did look for a doorbell. Right, and so you just decided to break in? Well, n- I'm conducting was... very important work in here, uh, Mrs... Bess. Bess. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, wait. Uh, Have you been sent by Quest? You're one of the tourists. Uh, yes. Right, yes. okay. Looking for adventure? Uh, of, of a sort, yes. Right, I see. It's, I don't know what the custom is back in where it is that you're from, but normally you must wait for an invitation before barging in. Oh, I do. I could have been conducting a very important experiment. You could have been hurt. What are you doing? Are you just having a little swim, or are you doing something down there as well? Yes, the water here invigorates me. Oh, that's lovely. Cleanses me, clears my aura. I'm, I'm delighted that you've got a, a place in your own home that does that for you. Mm. That's delightful. I do apologise for this incursion. Um, that, like I said, we, we did look for... I mean, there was just the waterfall. There wasn't any sort of solid door. Um, might, might we stay... We? Uh, yes, I have some. Hello. Oh. I've got heads around the corner. Hello. <laughs> How many of the of you are there? Us, us here. Just the three. And and the fourth one. Yes. Ah, so four of you. Yeah. Although yes. we don't know where he is at the moment. No. Let me come out, and she swims up to the up to the shore and pulls herself out. And you see, she stands quite tall, very very gaunt, very skinny, but um, quite intimidating in her in her stature. So, what is it you're looking for? A, a task, an errand, a quest, or something? In a manner of speaking, yes, actually. We've um, we've come across an individual. And <coughs> many individuals <coughs> around the town, in fact, that all seem to be, you know, various stages of, uh, 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 of in need. And we were wondering if any of them at all 
happened to have uh, had some kind of transmogrification curse. We thought, ah, a druid, someone who deals with the magics of nature might be the kind of person who would know how to fix that situation. What are you trying to get out of this? Is this, are you lying, are you deceiving, or is it more you genuinely want to have the conversation with her? I genuinely want to have the conversation with her. Um, eventually, I'm trying to angle towards what is her motivation for not restoring uh, Sir Ancelus. Great. I think this should be a roll. In, <laughs> okay. order, in order to try and get some information out of her, I'd like to see you roll for this, please. Invoker? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that an 11? So it's still success. Just. Yes, it's a just. full success. Woo. So a wall seems to sort of break for a moment. She said, ah, a, a budding druid, perhaps. So why don't you come and join me? I'll brew us up some tea. That sounds delightful. And she takes you up, up a set of stone stairs, up to the upper layer where the bedroll and the table and the alchemical formulas were. You're focused on talking to her, Bess. Mm. Um, so between Jerry and Josh, one of the two of you notice that amongst the collection of artefacts is a dagger with a curved blade that appears to have some sort of black smoke permanently pooling off of it. Mm. Do we want to bring through Knight Gannett into the scene? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, he's, he's loitering mm-hmm. at, the, at the sort of the corner. Mm-hmm. He's sort of just peering his little head around and mm-hmm. seeing, seeing they've wandered off. Mm-hmm. Maybe Josh or, or Jerry have sort of looked back and gone... <laughs> John? Like subtly, mm-hmm. pointing, oh, subtly yeah. pointing at the... Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe a big illusion of two big fingers just pointing <laughs> down. Here is the dagger. Uh, so she turns her back to you all and begins making some tea while waffling on about druid stuff. I whisper into our little amulet. Take it, take it, take it. Okay, I'll start sneaking in. I am like a shadow in the night. Mm-hmm. No one can see the night, Gannet. And he creeps in. I'm not going to use my little magical ability yet. Okay. Because I think... Um, <laughs> I've only got three AP. <laughs> so I sneak in. Uh-huh. I pause every now and then. I pause even when I don't think I need to pause. Mm-hmm. Just to try and look really stealthy and cool. Like I'm doing Batman movements. I'm sort of like using my little feather hook to sort of float up to the mm-hmm. the, the sort of like rocky outcrops and stuff. And I'm yep. hopping about when I don't need to hop about. And I'm just above the dagger. And I will try to get it. Let's see a roll then to see if you make it there without being spotted. Okay, here we go. That's a natural 20, baby! Oh, yeah! You gain control of the scene. What does this look like? I sort of float down on my on my hook, <laughs> on my feather hook. And as I float down, I just silently pick it up and slot it into my bag, my blink pack. I put it in my blink pack, and I then float back up into the, into the shadows. And nobody sees the night gallant. <laughs> I whisper back to, to Josh. Got it. And Josh, Jerry... You had your eyes on the dagger for a moment, blinked, and it was gone. That's how quick the night gannet is. The dagger sort of pulsates in your hand a little bit. Black tendrils of smoke begin to wrap their way around your wrists. You can still move. They're not grasping you, but... (laughs) Do I like... Does it it feel nice or not nice? You're the night gannet. I'm the night gannet. This feels amazing. This feels great. (laughs) Is there any way I can investigate this object and find out more about it? Probably with some time. In the meanwhile, there is a conversation mm. happening between Bess and uh, Irina. I imagine it's, it's full of a lot of niceties while we're waiting for, for the tea. Yeah, lots of awkward small talk. Mm-hmm. She's asking you questions about Druidcraft. And, oh, so, so how long have you been interested in, in this? You said something about transmogrification. Is that something you want to do yourself? 
Oh, well, well, potentially. I'm open to all sorts of ideas, I'll be honest. Mostly uh, mostly in the, the line of making sure everyone's having a good time. Though. Everyone's having a good time, aren't we, dears? Oh, oh, excellent time, yes. yes. So great. <laughs> so glad to be here. I whisper into the thing, I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> good, well... I... Listen, it's lovely to have you here and I hope you enjoyed your tea, but um, I really must be getting back to some work. But please do feel free to come and see me if you want any more information about the town um, or or about anything else to do with, with well, Druidcraft. Well, if there, there was someone who was... Uh, how would you approach it if you were trying to to help them tran- like transmogrify back to their true form? Well, usually... The essence of somebody is contained within within a vessel of some mm. description, and uh, 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 what you need to do is fuse the current form and this essence together, uh, and that will bring the individual. It might might end up um, killing the, the the form it's in at the moment, but it can release the spirit and release the individual back to its full full form. Or, of course, it's just a simple spell, and you click your fingers, and it ends. Oh gosh! Depends on the method. Of course. And if you yourself had been transformed by someone else, how would you get out of it? Uh, well, I'm a druid, so I would still be uh, able course. to keep my keep my, my thoughts uh, and be able to undo the magic. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And if if someone would come to you and ask you to do this service for them, how much would that cost? The service? Uh, and she names an amount of money. <laughs> yeah, reasonable sum of money for it. Uh, of course, we, we are a trading community, trading favours. Uh, I try not to try not to charge people too much for my services, but the magic is limited, so there has to be a price on it. Oh, okay. Well, th- I wonder then, mm. what do you think? If, if maybe we could do something for uh, for uh, Druid Kingi here, mm-hmm. and and maybe you might be able to perform that service for us. Well, there is something you'd help me with, actually. Mm. Um, that's one of my uh, one of my most beloved pets, Pickle, Pickles, the three-legged weasel, has gone missing. <gasps> the weasel! <laughs> I knew it would be relevant. Uh, somewhere in somewhere in the town, uh, I don't know. L- l- last seen sniffing around the sewers, and, and and I can't be going down there myself, so I'm too busy here. So if you could if you could perhaps try and find Pickles, then I would be okay. most grateful. I could help you with any transmogrification needs that you needed. Excellent. Now weasels, they're like dry toads, right? <laughs> they're exactly like dry toads. Okay. Yes, you're an Good. expert. Well, that gives us a great reason to leave, so let's all leave. Very good. Well, we'll um, be back okay. later. <laughs> quite, quite abrupt. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you very much for your time. It's been lovely meeting thank you. Thank I've you never so met a If you could find Dear Pickles, if you could find Dear Pickles, yeah, that would yeah, be we'll do that. We'll do that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to meet meet honest folks. Yes, we'll, we'll knock. We'll knock on the on the, the waterfall. Water 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 how, <laughs> how does one politely just just come in next time? I know. I know you. You are welcome in my house. We'll give a yoo-hoo as we come down the corridor. Bye. I sneak back outside the waterfall. There is a giant chicken in the uh, in the clearing. Now that I've got the, the dagger next to the chicken, yeah. it's something, how does it feel? It's pulsating a bit more. Ooh. I get a little bit closer to the chicken. Pulsating more. I, I whisper to Josh, Josh, I'm here. Should I, should I do it? Shall we come and well, wait for us? Wait <laughs> so we okay. can see what see what happens to. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Just slow down. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I got too excited. <laughs> I, I have a question, Josh. Josh, not Josh. Josh. <laughs> um, yes. My blazing Avenger Warhammer now glows brighter in the presence of enemies. Mm. I'm imagining that's sort of a subjective as to whether a creature is hostile to us or not mm-hmm. in the moment kind of thing. Yeah. But of interest 
did it glow any brighter when we were near Irina Kingi, or did it glow any brighter when we were near the chicken? Um, it seemed to glow a bit brighter as you exited from the cave, and the closer you get to the dagger or the chicken. Oh, well, this seems foreboding. Um, and the chicken, time. the chicken stares at the dagger. <laughs> it's a bloody big chicken as well. <laughs> <laughs> So are you going to watch a man stab a horse-sized chicken? I mean, I didn't have it on my to-do list for today, but... Uh... This is one of the best days of my life. <laughs> I guess when in Rome. Yeah, stab away. We, we, you could probably sneak it back in and you'd never even know. And then we could do the weasel. Yeah, well, yes. We can kill two birds with one dagger. You're not going to kill yourself, are you? <laughs> no, metaphorically two birds. One bird. Just one bird. One bird. And the weasel's the metaphorical other bird. It's more like a toad. Uh, toad, watch I toad. <laughs> Just stab the chicken. <laughs> you stab the chicken in the neck. Black bile begins to pour out of the neck of the chicken as it falls heavily to the ground. And then the dagger begins to pulsate and the black smoke sucks away from the blade and begins to imbue itself in the chicken. The chicken suddenly rises, levitates off of the ground and begins to spin this black mist, taking the form of almost like a tornado, a whirlwind, as it begins to pull at the skin and the flesh of the chicken as it's contorted into a strange shape. And finally, this black silhouetted form surrounded by black buzzing insects and black smoke looks at you all and says... Thanks for making me, like, ten times bigger. (laughs) (laughs) As the true form of Sir Ancelus, the fear demon, takes control, the sky blackens and it moves forward to attack you. Ah. Combat time! Who could have seen this? (laughs) (laughs) Danny! Not get it out of here. First of all, everybody take a, uh, an action point for that whole scene. That was lovely. We had some great roles and great role play. And we go into battle with the fear manifestation, also known as the chicken. <laughs> this is a fear manifestation. Mm. So the very presence of it invokes fear into your hearts, potentially. Mm. I need everybody to roll me a d20. On an 11 to 20, you will fight as normal. On a 1 to 10, you will be frozen in fear and will miss the first turn of combat. Oh, oh no. I'm fearful. I rolled a nat 20. Nine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Bess, you are up first. Your warhammer now glows brighter and stronger than anything before. You look around at your uh, your colleagues and they all stand in fear. Their bodies shaking involuntarily. (laughs) What what have you done to them? Uh, Now stop that, you! (laughs) No, not not going to stop that! Oh, all right then. Sit down. I'm going to swing the war hammer. Sit down. <laughs> oh, there's a 13 to hit. That is a success. That'll do two. Two points of damage against the fear manifestation. Your hammer sort of passes through. It's made of smoke and darkness and decay. Mm. Uh, it passes through, but it does seem to sort of hit it on the way past, dealing damage. Good. Yeah. You saw. You had an inkling, but you did not act fast enough. I wanted to make sure everyone was having fun. (laughs) (laughs) If you can't help a chicken in need, who can you help? Exactly. Are you not entertained? (laughs) Uh, Sir Ancelus gets three attacks. (laughs) No, no. Uh, 
everybody's up for attack. Matt, choose three people that you'd like to attack. <laughs> I saved you! <laughs> uh, I released you, my no, feathery god! No, no more than one attack per person. Sir Ancelus, the fear demon, will, will indeed spare his deliverer, uh, <laughs> Knight Gannet, uh, and go straight for Bess after she's uh, walloped in one. Okay. Um, and then to the other two. Okay, so an inky tendril comes to <laughs> smack you, Bess. Roll a 14, that's a hit. Take oh, three yeah. points of damage. <laughs> Let's go for Josh. You hit Josh with a 12, which is a hit. Three points of Ow. damage. Oh, Josh. And lastly, against the wizard, the caffeinated wizard, which rolls a 16, that's another hit. Three points of damage. Kuslap, kuslap, kuslap. Now learn the cost of your selfishness and altruism. <laughs> we'll take that damage as we recycle to the top of the combat order. Okay, I'm going to go big or go home. I'm going to use four AP Ooh. to make some poison. Nice. I use black poison. Oh, yeah. If it hits, we'll deal ten damage. You, baby. Wow. Black poison is Come stuff. on, you little dice. That's a tough seven. Choice. It's a seven, not a one. Tough choice. Tough choice. Tough choice. So here's the tough choice. You can do it and do that amount of damage, but mixing this black vial of liquid with this black smoky monster will cause a reaction, a chemical explosion, if you will, which will deal a point of damage to everybody in the party. Or you don't push yourself to really, really um, deal deal with it, and it'll only take half damage. We're we're, we're all right. (laughs) You are. Um... I'd do it. Okay. <laughs> everyone, everyone gets hit a little bit. Ow! There's an obsidian-coloured explosion as the poison splashes onto everybody in the party, taking one damage. However, uh, Sir Ancelus takes ten points of Oof. damage. Huge hit. Uh, he sounds hurt and wounded. <clears throat> Delicious poison. <laughs> <laughs> Who is next, Knight Gannet? Josh. I'm just going to be simple times. And just scintillate him. <laughs> I extend my finger and out shoots a streaking bolt of sparks. I have to roll to see if it hits, and if it does, I can make it explode to do 2 HP damage. Scintillate! Yay! A success! Success! How many points of damage is that? Two! Two points of damage to Firework. the fear demon. The fear demon looks very, very hurt and can't even reply with a witty comeback. Okay, who's next, Josh? Who's next? Oh, Josh? sorry. Um, I thought you were Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely looking at my cards. <laughs> uh, let's have uh, Jerry have a little turn. Jerry will shakily, because of all the fear, point his wand to go and magic strike. But I will overload it with two AP, which means I don't have to roll, and you automatically take four damage. Four yeah. points of damage. The creature's form shudders. These black, vile insects begin to fall and turn to ash as this true form of this withered, emaciated-looking demon stretches out a finger in the hopes of one final curse. His final words being, Don't look at me! (laughs) (laughs) And you spark your arcane bolt at it and it explodes! Killing it and oh. ending the misery. That was excellent. What should we do next? Well done. <laughs> one point. One point of AP for everybody. For you guys look pretty hurt. Yes. How is everyone feeling? A little bit a knocked bit up. Hurt. A little bit um, shaky. I could. Um, I think I could whip us up a feast if we fancy it to get a bit better. Oh really? Oh, I'd love it. It will cost a lot of my abilities. Well, uh, um, maybe we just have we a rest. Do... You do have healing potions, have little... don't forget. Yeah. Just drink our drinkies. We could, yeah, or we could head back to the town, 
pinpoint where the sewers are, but have a nice little cup of tea while we see where we're going and have a little sit down. Yes, we can stop by the tiki bar. Yes. Mm, Perfect. You head back to town. A little worse for wear, but still alive. Do we we feel like we ought to tell uh, Irina (laughs) that we released the fear demon? We could bring the good news and the bad news. We get the weasel back. Do both at once. Double double double. Oh, and by the way, we found this knife in the the passageway. Maybe you want to be more careful about where you leave your knives. No, knife getter keeps the knife. (laughs) No, it's my knife now. No, I don't think it is. I think it's actually to be fair to it. If we give it back to her, she'll know that we stole it it and used it because there's no black smoke anymore. Or. Night Gannett could use his marvellous sneaky abilities to sneak it back, and she'll be none the wiser. Josh could put an illusion around it so it looks all black and smoky. Mmm. Oh, I really like this knife. <laughs> it's just a knife now, though. That's true. I've got a better thing. What's that? My magical hilt thing. That stabby stabs. Okay. You make your way back into town, push your way through the hubbub of the, the market street, which is now in disarray. Um, <laughs> is the ball still going? <laughs> no, it goes for one minute, so the ball oh, okay. yeah, the ball But is... the destruction is left. <laughs> the ball is lying uh, inert on the floor, and there's six guards pointing their spears at it around it like a phalanx. And you pass by uh, several individuals who are just out doing their daily work, some riding their dinosaurs. Um, others, dinosaurs are being used just like in the Flintstones being used <laughs> as construction machinery and cars. Um, so uh, do we want to use uh, potions or do we want to... I'm happy to chug a potion. And then we've got one potion left. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll all, all have a little drinky. A little cheeky, cheeky potion. So you sit around in the tourist trap, which you could you could see there's no locals around. There's just some, uh, some, some tourists in there. But one individual, uh, uh, I was about to say a yokel, a local... <laughs> does enter and said howdy y'all <laughs> I hear you're from those parts of town outside of this here Murawai yes, yes we, we are. are so are you apparently yes. from your accent <laughs> no I'm from a different village That's, we speak like this all the time uh, my name is Lutina I'm one of the tree climbers one of the scouts uh, in the village I was wondering if you were looking for a quest of some description my always right oh, Gannett I'm always looking for quests. Howdy, nice to meet you, Night Gannett. Nice to meet you too. I've, I've run out of things to say. <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask her, ask her what quest she has. What quests have you got for us today? Well, it's funny you should ask. <laughs> One of my dear friends, another scout by the name of Michaela. Well, she was sent to go and investigate some goings on in the pirate camp down on the beach, and she hasn't returned. I was just hoping that maybe you'd be able to. Find her. I, I'm too frightened to go down there and too frightened to see what they might have done to her, you see? I'm sure we could go and investigate. Yes. You must be careful, though. But there's a bit of a truce going on between us and them, and we don't. They've got much more firepower than we do. We've got the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs! But uh, they, they've got gunpowder. I don't suppose. The, uh, I have two questions. First question is the way to that beach via the sewers? No, it's totally different. The oh. sewers are below us, and the beach is a few miles away. Of course, of but course. But where did your effluence leave? <laughs> Does it drain out to the beach? Uh, are they five-star beaches around here? No, we have a cleaning facility for our effluence. A blue flag beach. Uh, we, t- we have awarded it a blue flag, but the, the pirates have arrived and have been pooping in the water, so I don't think it's blue flag anymore. I wouldn't recommend swimming. Brown flag. Brown flag. Brown flag. <laughs> Dastardly water poopers. <laughs> 
better that than they, they poop elsewhere, I would say. I don't care, they're pirates, I don't care where they poop, just not in the water. Um, uh, Follow-up questions. We, we are sort of on a, a, a quest at the moment, but we can certainly, absolutely, it sounds like this is very important to you, so it's important to us. Um, being that the beach is a couple of miles away, I was wondering, uh, given how uh, fantastically everyone around here seems to have been able to tame and work with these dinosaurs, I don't suppose any are uh, <clears throat> available to hire to ride. That's a very interesting question. You might want to head up to the stables and speak to Jenny. She is the uh, the herd master and, and key, uh, key trainer of the dinosaurs. Thank you for marking those words in bold and underlined <laughs> so we uh, <laughs> really understand. And she marks it on the map. <laughs> Bing! New location added to the map. I just, I, I just think, you know, it's a very long way to walk and if Michaela is in trouble then we ought to get there quicker. Would we rather go to the pirate camp or do the weasel in the sewers? <laughs> so the way I look at it, if we do the weasel, we, we've got more poop talk, and I think we've done enough poop talk. If we go for the pirates, I've got a we get to ride dinosaurs. Lutina. Yeah? A favour for a favour. Oh, you're starting to copy my accent there, boy. I, I don't mean to, but it's quite catchy. <laughs> How, do you like the sewers? <laughs> No, I can't stand it. It's stinky down there. We need to find a, a squirrel. A weasel. A weasel. A weasel. Oh. It's kind of like a dry toad. <laughs> it's a dry toad. <laughs> if you find the weasel for us and bring it back to us, at the same time, we'll get your friend in the pirate camp. All right, lovies. It's me, Matt, your compare and voice in this series of Sir Ancelus the Daring. I hope you enjoyed Act 3 of The Office Party. There will now be an interval of two weeks, after which we'll return with Act 4. Stay tuned for the credits in a moment, but some very quick announcements first. You can still, as I mentioned last week, hear a story by me in a podcast called Of the Sword, Hear Marta da Silva in the final series of The Silt Verses, airing now. And, if you're in London, there are still tickets available to go see our esteemed guide for this game of Quest, Josh Yard, in Titanic the Musical at the Bridewell Theatre from 23rd of November. Links to all those things are in the programme notes. And one final thing. The semi-final voting is currently open for the Audioverse Awards. We didn't go for a nomination this year, but friends of ours are nominated, so if you are going to swing by the Audioverse Awards, we strongly recommend that you send a vote the way of Realms of Peril and Glory. Naomi Clark, who played the Draugr Earldom in The Queen's Dead, our studio production before this one, is a Realms of Peril and Glory person, and very soon you'll be able to hear me GM two other Realms people, Zach and Maddie, in a game of Heart for Actual Play UK. The first episode of that stream will not, as previously advertised, be on the 3rd of November. It will instead be on Friday the 10th of November from 8pm UK time. Make sure you're following Actual Play UK, all one word, on twitch.tv, and you should get a notification when the stream starts. That's it for this time, so let's close the programmes and pay attention to the credits.
This has been The Office Party, a studio production from Merely Roleplayers, starring Chris Starkey as Neville, Natalie Winter as Bess, Strat as Jerry, and Dave as Josh. Not to be confused with Josh Yard, who plays the supporting cast. The theme music is by Alexander Pankhurst, and the episode was edited and produced by Matt Boothman. We were playing Quest by the Adventure Guild. You can get the digital version of the game free from adventure.game. Merely Roleplayers is a Foggy Outline production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Until next time, if drama be the food of life, play on!